It is Thursday the 7th of December 2017 and this is episode 324 of Digital Outbox. Hello, welcome to December. Not long to go till Christmas. Two sleeps? No, two weeks sleeps. No, three weeks. Is it three weeks? Oh, crikey, we're not that... Where's... 18 days. There you go. All right. So, <laughs> neither. <laughs> Hello, I'm Chris and joined by Ian. Hello, Ian. Good evening, Chris. You've got the cold, man. Yeah, a bit full of cold. Yeah. But only today. It's just come on now. So, this will be a joyous next few days i am sure i can't wait to hear your next box live <laughs> i'm retiring from gaming so you won't um, well that's true i knew that was happening anyway <laughs> let's uh before before we get on to gaming then let's let's talk about uh the news from i guess the last week or so <laughs> um and the big story that broke not long after our pod, last podcast actually that uh the latest edition of os 10 so high sierra came with a nice little uh, Brucey's bonus of allowing anyone root access to your machine just by typing in the word root into the username. Um, So I'm sure the listeners of this podcast will know the implications of that, but effectively anyone that had access to your computer could just type root and off they went. They actually could then complete take over your computer and access everything uh, on it. Um, bit like a one of those weak distributions that gets set up for just your home use, and they say never use this in production. Someone seems to have rolled it out as Apple production. It's it's just bizarre because it's. Mm. I mean, so first of all, this is like one of the one of the biggest, most damaging things that you know, that could happen. I think the only thing that would have made this worse is if somebody could have done this remotely. The fact that they had to kind of have access to a machine is yeah. is probably the only limiting factor, but. But this wasn't in every version of High Sierra. It's only in the latest, you know, the latest kind of patch release. So, so someone must have been doing something. Exactly. To, something maybe they just took a shortcut and then accidentally committed it. It's either way. They're saying they're reviewing their development practices because they've done the normal thing of. Well, I mean, they did release an emergency patch. Um, the emergency which, patch the next day, which you yeah. could download. So, so well, it automatically it, applied. Well, well. It, well, it automatically applied the day after for me. Right, so I, I don't know when it did. I, I remember seeing the notification yeah, saying... So, so I actually got it installed twice. I downloaded it and then and then I got another update the next day. It says, we have applied this. So yeah. it was, I think it's only the second time Apple have... So Apple have got this feature where they can force updates on, on people, yeah. which some people have said is, is, is fantastic and others have been like, it's only fantastic until they do something where you're like, oh, I didn't want that. But, sure. Uh, but, and, but security and- updates... You kind of want, especially yeah, this one. Yeah, this one they had. They if if you got the facility there, I think you've got to use it. Um, and yeah, and and the fact that they haven't used it previously shows they are, they are, they are at least acting responsibly in that that thing. Um, problem is it? Oh, go on. No, I was just going to say this was a bizarre one, and it? it was like if you're if you're you know your so your laptop your your desktop is locked, you could basically you know rock up to it, type in root press the turn it wouldn't let you in do it again it's the kind of thing that's so basic that you wouldn't have even thought to do it <laughs> and what was happening was basically the first time you typed it in if it didn't exist it then created a root yeah. user 
with no password. So the second time you typed it in and press return, it let you log in. And yeah. it's like, wow. And then once you've got root, you can. So if you're, if you're not used to Unix world or Mac world, you, you probably, you know, most folk are going to be like, what's root? Who, who cares about root? And it's like, but, but root is like Uber admin. Root lets you do anything. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the, yeah. You're the boss. 100%. Complete computer control. So yeah, it's a really embarrassing one. Really, really mm. embarrassing. And, um, yeah, you wouldn't expect it. Um, it did cause um, it caused an issue for file sharers, though, unfortunately. So this forced out the security issue that was released uh, did prevent um, some file sharing from happening, obviously used by some users, but also companies used, obviously, file sharing quite extensively, and they weren't able to. And the, end, the solution was to update some stuff on your command lines. But again, that's not particularly straightforward for your general users. No, no, and and I know some people. There were some people saying, "Well, give them a break. It was better to break file sharing than, than have this particular bug." Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it still shows. It just, it, I guess, it just showed that they had to take, you know, immediate action, and some corners were probably cut. You know, during that testing cycle of let's fix this bug. What you know, and well, lo and behold, it's broke something else. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess the other unfortunate thing was so they released. Uh, no, this, this only occurred on 10, 10.13.1 but if you were on 10.13 and hadn't put the point one release on you got the update automatically published so on the, like, the Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever it was and then if you thought oh yeah I'd, I'd better get up to date you put the update on it wiped the patch <laughs> right okay so <laughs> and it was like mm, yeah like say i mean i guess they're just finding these things out it's not the kind of thing you normally expect from a massive company like that and i guess and no. they've released statements to say you know we we should do better and this is just ridiculous really and we'll we're going to review it and see what we can learn from it so yeah I mean, and as the, the statement i mean it's like we regrettably we stumbled with this release we, we greatly regret this error we apologize to all mac users both for the releasing with this vulnerability and for the concern it has caused our customers deserve better. We are ordering development processes to help prevent this from happening again. So it was a definitely, you know, like, you know, wrist out, you know, smack. We were, we got this wrong. Yep. <clears throat> Meanwhile, in the iOS world. <laughs> and this was all in the same week. Yeah, yeah. This is so, all in the same week. iOS released 11.2 and it kept crashing. Um, well, well, no, they released 11.2. To stop a problem in eleven point one. Apologies. Okay. So, so the skate. So this, the, the, what the way this broke, <laughs> they've, they've been they've had like five or six beaters of eleven two as they usually do every couple of weeks. Another beater, another beater. So Saturday morning, um, which I think was that yeah. So December second. So this is recent Saturday, and I I woke up and I'm going through and and you could see it, it was happening on Twitter. So it was American users and lots of people getting this. Basically, it was a crasher. If it was a local notification on iOS. On December the second, it basically crashed your phone. So was it from December the second onwards, yeah, or was it yeah. just yeah, so? Okay, so, but so it, wasn't a, it wasn't a remote notification. So if somebody yeah, was, okay. I don't know, it was had to be an app doing a, some sort of you know remember to do this, and it wasn't triggered yeah. from the cloud type thing. So and and the, the, so the, the initial fixes were things like um, put your put you know turn off automatic date and put it back a day, but uh-huh. that screws up Apple Pay. It screws up your health data. Yeah. Up and you're like, that's a really ugly fix. The other option was to go into notifications and turn off notifications. And used to be able to say, clear all notifications. You can't do that anymore. 
<laughs> you had to go into every app and turn them off. How did that go for you, Ian? Uh, well, I didn't have to do that because the rush released on a Saturday morning the 11.2 update okay. because it was fixed in the 11.2 I update. Um, I, and so that came out. And I just thought, well, before it's not the happens, first time Apple have actually had things that crash just because of a particular date either. I know there was that calendar dates. weird calendar bugs. Yep, wasn't there was there? calendar bugs. They've had things where alarms fail, you know, on, yeah. um, you know, like you know, some British summertime and stuff like that. You know, it's bizarre, it, isn't it? Must be, you know, it's, dates are hard. Like, clearly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, I guess they are. So yeah, this this was all on you know all in the same week. And, and and I mean, so eleven two comes out on a Saturday, um, and I allowed, and that should have come with Apple Pay cash enabled, so that you can in America you could message each other cash. But yeah, these kind of personal cash sharing services that we're seeing. But it was so Apple rushed out that, that that wasn't switched on until the Tuesday. Right. Yeah, okay. you know, and it was just like this is, it's very unApple like, and and it also I think it, it I think it kind of it plays. Into I'm not the, sure it is. I think well, it's un- I think it is. I think, I think it's unrecent Apple like. Yes. <laughs> And that's what I mean. So if you, you probably have to roll back lots of years to feel that many big high-profile bugs. You know, it's mm. like because I remember somebody saying with the root problem. Imagine that happened on iOS, just because the volume of devices that people have compared to Macs. And then that crasher hit, and you're like, "Wow, what a week! What a week. Yeah. To, just to rush to, as I said, the- to rush something out." Because usually what they do is, I think it's usually a kind of Wednesday, they bring out their, you know big updates and ios kind of thing and it's all known and they do all the press around it and everything's all timed and it was just like wow somebody's had to hit the panic button again i wonder whether um you know if if your account did have a root someone that created a root user at the time it was obviously the patch can't get rid of that root user because potentially it's a legitimate user that someone wanted so yeah the patch stopped it happening and if you one of the one of the early fixes for the root issue was just create a root user with a good password Mm. And and that stopped it being an issue because because the, the, the what was happening was if, if it's only it was if this was, auto generation yeah if there wasn't a root user it created it mm. and again the more embarrassing thing this was on a forum three weeks prior or two weeks prior yeah so somebody put up some sort of oh I, I, I'm sure this isn't official but you know if you do this somebody had lost um, the ability somebody had lost their admin account basically on their Mac and they'd went to the forum and said I've lost my admin account I've only got you know I've gone and got my generic user I can't do anything what will I do. And this this random appeared with a fix that says, "See if you just take root in and then do it again." <laughs> so yeah, so how long has it been known by the by the dark web or by other? So people? it was out there for a couple of weeks, and then yeah. it was some random again, some random guy looking for a similar fix, found it, and it was like, "That's not right." Yeah, tried it and it worked, and then went on Twitter and went, "Apple, why can I do this?" Yeah. And it just blew <laughs> from there. It just was like boom. So, so as I said, I I just think it, it pays into the hands of folk that say, you know, the quality of apples is is slipping, you know, and and it's not like they can't afford engineers. Let's be uh, honest. But things are just so complicated that it's things yep. happen to the best, you know, even the best engineers. Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, Uber has come along and actually now admitted that 2.7 million people in the UK were affected by their security breach. Did we talked about this in the last podcast where? Uh, it was known about within Uber. They paid off the criminals uh, to keep it quiet and didn't say anything. And this new guy that's come in has said, right, full disclosure, this happened. Uh, we knew that 57 million odd people had been involved and, and roughly 2.7 of those uh, are in the UK. 2.7 million, not 2.7 people. Yeah, and that is about half of their customer base here. So it's quite a 
significant. Yeah. So yeah, this was in 2016. So early adopters, or not even early adopters, but relatively early adopters before it kind of accelerated. Yeah. It's just back to, we've said it before, that it's, it, no, and we talked about it just before the start of this. You know, hacks happen. I, yeah. I, I, I just disclose it. Tell me. Tell me that I need to do something or what's out there. Don't hide it from me for a year. And then it's like, well, all my information's out there and it's probably too late to do anything that's you know been matched with everything else that's been leaked yeah buggers <laughs> um do you use kaspersky labs uh security antivirus software if I was you going do to say and... nine but that's not russian for no yet <laughs> yet that's it well done um so that basically in a in an interesting like communication from the government the national of uh, the, sorry the national cyber security center has said that um you shouldn't use uh kaspersky labs as your virus software if you are anyone holding national secrets um or anything that's related to national security so they were at pains to say, if you're just a normal user or a normal business, then just, you know, that's fine. Just keep using the software. No worries. But if you happen to have any sort of top secret stuff, then please don't use this. Uh, and Barclays then came came along and said, well, we were offering this. And now we think, actually, even though it's not related to users, uh, we should do this. Basically, what they're saying is this has got potential for Russian government input. And, and uh, I guess they're they're thinking if they can drug all their athletes um and <laughs> they can definitely release a bit of virus software that contains backdoors um i wonder whether it's coming from an actual you know not just a potential release maybe they've actually seen some code in there that they don't like um but it's a bit rich you know they it's also does feed that you know from a political point of view it feeds people's distrust of anything russian which is sometimes what they want to do when they're looking to get political gains and we know already that uh, they're looking to do down russia because of all the um the you know the in what should we call it interference or alleged interference all that kind of stuff so yeah i mean it's not good for kaspersky labs i'm sure they've seen a massive hit um and the most of this surface in america what about four or five months ago or something It could like easily that. be fake news, couldn't it, though? Yeah, it could easily spread. be fake news. But I, I think the fact that, you know, so UK Cyber Security Agency have said, you no, know, don't use this. As you say, yeah. if you're, if, you know, if you're doing something around official sensitive or something, you know. But if you're a company and you've got, you use Kaspersky Labs and you hear that, you're you, not going to you, suddenly think, oh, well, I don't hold it. You're going to, I don't hold security information, therefore it's exactly, fine. Exactly. You're going to be thinking, <laughs> okay, well, I'll move away from that then. And even if there was, even if you sat there and thought, well, Nobody else is moving. The fact that Bartley's the next day said, "Yeah, you know, two hundred thousand people." Precautionary step. Don't, but... don't use this. Yeah, and uh, it's like... so. I, I mean, I don't know. Right? You, we, maybe we'll find out in twenty years' time. Well, it was all just a get back plan. But you know, at the moment, you you can't recommend the use the of we, a soft bit. The, the weird thing I was thinking was that if not, if there's not a backdoor, surely Kapersky could, could you know go to court. Well, there must be something, but then you know, I guess again. If it's coming from a government, how do you sue a government kind of thing from a foreign from a foreign country? I know, but then Bartley's... It's just going to be tit for tat, though, isn't it? That's what's going to happen now. It's, all these things are going to... Yeah, yeah. It just, it just, it just smacks off. Maybe there is something there because they're, they're not, they're not, they're denying it, but they're not strongly denying it. As in, they're not the saying. It doesn't I'm... matter if there is or if there isn't. You 
Anyway, the Russians have probably given them loads of money, so not fast. <laughs> In other world takeover news, <laughs> Alpha Zero is uh, this. Alpha Zero is the Google um, AI. Um, comes from DeepMind. So DeepMind is their big AI kind of uh, project and they created this uh, game-playing AI that sat on top of it, which we, we've we we've talked about before from AlphaGo, but they have made... That, that was to play the Chinese... Was it Chinese game of Go? Whatever it's called. Yeah, it was. Uh, but this is now a more generic intelligence they've created just to play random games. So there was always this discussion that great you can make a computer program that can learn a particular game and you can teach it some rules and stuff well alpha zero is a more generic engine which you can just tell it the rules of the game and it will work out for itself how to win at those games by repeated play and within four hours it's beating the best uh chess uh ai previous chess ai available in eight hours it beat the previous incarnation of alpha go at playing go so it with these effectively by given rules it is now in four to eight hours beating the best um solvers up until this point so sounds like it's um not long before it uh, realizes its intelligence and takes over it's just it's well, amazing it's, it is amazing I, I mean, I the acceleration that, is yeah that, that's the bit that gets me it's not it's it's not like it's taken obviously it's taken years to get to this point but it seems to be it's now like every six months there's another uh, you know boggling you know demonstration of you know the... just to show how different this is as well the previous obviously chess incarnations um can process something like 70 um 70 million moves per second and it were and you know and the it would go down every single possible permutation of moves and figure out what 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 branch it wanted to go down for the next move kind of thing however this new intelligence only works at only <laughs> mm-hmm. it works at uh, 80,000 positions so the difference between 80,000 and 70 million yet in 90% of the games it won i think and then it had to draw it drew in meaning pretty much all the rest uh, at chess and even against you know um well, you know, I just, I just, it just boggles the mind. So it's yeah. not work; it's working in a different way. It's yes. working more like a, a brain than than the previous, which yes. is just using computational power. And there's was, was another game it did. So, so there's a, a um, shogi, which I hadn't heard of before, but shogi, um, it learned in two hours before beating the, the current leading program in that in a hundred game matchup. It won ninety games, lost eight, and drew two. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Um, you know, so I think, I think they're just demonstrating. It's you know, it's not just a you know, we sit and program this for, you know, days and days and days and days and days, and then it can go and do something. It's like, there's a couple of hours of rules. Go and learn. I go and beat the best. It's, yeah, it's, and it's just the speed very of that. Anyway, anyway I, I mean, I'm Are you excited. Are you excited or alarmed? No, I'm just excited at this point. <laughs> because you know how you've got, the guy, you've got guys like Elon Musk and I think a few others were saying, you know, AI, we need to put regulations around this. Yeah, they are seeing the, yeah. The, they, they are, they're they're the looking alarm. at this acceleration and it's like, it is going to, at some point, you know, I'm not saying self-aware, but there's going to be a, you know, without control. And you what, know how you know how they were. We we went through a period where nearly every single movie that we ever had was a flood, a global warning, or an asteroid, a complete disaster movie, or aliens. So we are now going to see many, many more AI disaster movies. I'm sure. I know we've had a, our fair share already, but. 
you know they they love making films around what the latest thing is and, I, and they're already my standard um test there's plenty of people talking about it on radio 4 so it's definitely out in the in the wide sphere of just general people going oh that's not good is it yeah and also it would be a bit more oh that's not good if this was russian or north korean Hundred percent. Yeah, of course. You know, so right now it's like safe Google. Safe Google's done this. You know, oh look at this deep mind. You know, can you imagine if there was like you know North Korean guys sitting there going, "Yeah, I've got a nuclear yeah. missile." By the way, and it's being completely run by this. Yeah, I've got, I've, I've got Alpha Zero Plus. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm. You know, let's hope they've got it under tight lock and key, <laughs> and they haven't just put access root. On, can, on can imagine the, how embarrassing on, that would be? We've been hacked. <laughs> they just type root into the. Uh, we're using a Mac on the front end. <laughs> um, another story that's been around all the news channels. Uh, it's it's a little while back now, but this is um, like basically lots of companies pulled all their adverts from YouTube because there were predatory comments against children, uh, videos of children and, and bad stuff. So basically big brands were appearing in adverts next to this comments and things that were pretty um, explicit or just generally nasty. Um, so they've pulled a lot of, lot of companies pulled all their adverts from Google. So Google has responded um, basically by saying we're going to employ a whole ton more people. But even the internal trusted flaggers, as they call them, uh, have been saying there's there's plenty of these accounts which they flagged, but they're not being processed. So Google just it's there's the smacks of there's a tipping point that, you know, they've created something now which they, they can't support. And the balance now is that they're going to have to figure out how they support it. So they're employing more people, so physical people, but also they they're ramping up the A.I., uh, and they're using those humans that they're employing to train that AI better so that there is an acceleration here of um, making sure content is and content and comments and all those kind of things are um, within guidelines. So this, this for me, it's a difficult one because this content has been there for ages. You know, it's like, but I think it's just, it's, it's a bit like we talked about the root bug one and it's like because somebody's found it, it's like, ah, and, and this is the same because it, because it, it was an investigation by BBC News and who was it? Guard at the Times. And, and there was loads of predatory accounts were found evading, you know, their mechanisms and stuff. I guess I guess that forced all the big brands to go, nope, I'm, I'm pulling out of this. But I do think YouTube should have done, or Google should have done better, you know, and, and it smacks yeah. of Facebook. Remember, Facebook had a whole issue. I'm sure it was about this time last year. And they went, don't worry, we're bringing in 3,000 people. That'll sort it. Yeah. And... It- uh, and, and you know we, we've had a couple of times where the, you know it's the, these aren't simple things to solve the, the government comes in and says you must go and solve them uh, and to be fair to the government they did say at the time the only thing that's going to uh, actually get them to solve this is if the money stops coming in as soon as the money cut stopped coming in amazingly they found the the resource and the time to try and solve this problem more so yes. they were right it was there, there's you can't take that away as soon as the money got hit they actually did something about it whereas they didn't off their own back so i think that does prove that uh they can do more uh, and it, <laughs> they just need that monetary encouragement to do so and I mean some of the content i mean we're, we're talking about it from a kind of you know financial terms and sponsors etc the content was horrendous that people were mm. putting up you know it was like if you had a young kid using you know using youtube and and thought you know it's just yeah 
Yeah. You know, uh-huh. and even, and, and I guess the thing, I mean, I'm talking about, you know, young kids that are putting up videos themselves, you know, like, you know, early teens and stuff, but it was also YouTube kids, you know, they were, they were, it was letting, it was letting through, con- so YouTube kids was allegedly a safe, you know, you could, down- I think you could mm-hmm. download the app and it was supposedly a safe YouTube, you know, you could let your kids use it and, but it was getting tricked by, oh yeah, that looks like, you know, that looks like Bugs Bunny, but it was like, you know, mm. Bugs Bunny doing porn or something, you know, it was yeah, like... Yeah. No, so it was again. It smacks off lots of AI, you know, is trying to root this stuff out because the volume is so high. Yeah, I mean, and we we said before, there's there's more video goes up every sort of hour than that used to be existing in the entire you know universe, effectively. So yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a problem. Yeah, they now sounds like they're really focusing on it. Say, brands won't put that back now until they're happy although they're going to be getting a hit so eventually they'll <laughs> somewhere in the middle they'll find the money balances itself out at, at the corporate morality level which will be lower than most humans <laughs> um yep sorry so yeah google have employed another how many people is it so another ten thousand people um they're going to expand to more than ten thousand who are just just responsible for reviewing content that could violate its policies. So it's a fair number, but as you said, the volume that they're having to review um, and, and moderate against. And we've talked about it before with Apple. You know, once you start moderating, it becomes really difficult. Um, yeah. I'm sure there's some, so there's lots of content that's going to be dead easy to moderate. It's like, that's a no. Yeah. But there's going to be others where it's like, you know, it's. Yeah, it's know. not an easy place to, you know, to, uh, an easy sphere to be in. No. If, and you know, and they have fought tooth and nail to not be, not have to be those those gatekeepers. And, and uh, I mean, the surprising thing. So just in this piece, I'm trying to remember who it was from. Oh yeah, I'm not going to pronounce the name. Susan Wojcicki, Wojcicki, whatever Wojcicki. I don't know. Um, so she heads up. Um, she's YouTube CEO. Um, she said that the um, moderators have manually reviewed nearly two million videos for violent extremist content since June. Helping train machine learning systems to identify similar footage in the future, but that shows you that you know the, the amount of people they've got, and it's two million videos. And you talked about how many million are uploaded a day. Yeah, That's... it's bogus the number. I, I don't even know the numbers, but it's just the amount of hours up every day is just you know, it's obviously there's more hours that go up than there are hours obviously in the day. So, and in fact, probably going to get to the point where it's more hours than there are humans in the world to be able to monitor and moderate. So yeah, it's a difficult problem. Um, in other news, the YouTube are adding stories, or will shortly be adding stories, in a similar way to uh, Instagram and other services that have added it. Um, they're going to call them Reels. Uh, they're going to be slightly less invasive than uh, other implementations, but effectively they're allowing people to upload shorter videos to sort of summarise their day or to give up information in a sort of quick packets of data. Of course they are, because every everyone's doing them. Every platform needs stories. Apparently so. So yeah, the streams aren't enough. You need stories now. I was surprised because, and it's weird. I was going to. I actually caught myself about to say YouTube's more for long, long, long form content of like nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes, nine minutes, no more than that. Um, yeah. But that that seems to be the kind of you know anything from like a couple of minutes upwards, you know, to like maybe sort of ten, fifteen feels like YouTube's. You know, that's the place for YouTube. Yeah, um, and obviously there's there's other stuff that you go and watch for half hour and stuff, but it's, that's that's rare. Um, and then you've got you know you've got your Instagrams and Snapchats and Facebooks for the 
30 seconds, 20 seconds, 10 second type story deals. So, yeah, coming to a YouTube near you. Yeah, it's still kind of pre-beta at the moment, but you'll see it rolling out to selected people and then going wider. Um, all the feuds that we used to have around copyright infringement, all those kind of, you know, things, looks like now we're... Well, copyright and patents was our old thing, wasn't it? It looks like now we're into a new round of feuds. Everyone was calm and happy. Um, it was getting to the stage where everyone was wanting to get their application everywhere. And now we're getting to the arguments about where someone is not putting their application. So where Google sort of used to keep some of their applications back for their own devices, now they put, try to put them everywhere. Amazon won't let them put... Um, there are all various things uh, <laughs> basically there's another tit for tat going on i don't know exactly do you know is it because amazon won't put youtube or is it selling products i can't I, it's i can't work out where the block is right and and i think that's there's there's different views about who's who who did what first <laughs> um, so so youtube so amazon amazon's echo show so that was the one that had the kind of yes. square video had the screen and they had a youtube video on it because every platform needs youtube and and allegedly after a month or so of it being out youtube said nope pulling that that program because um you're not presenting youtube in the way we want you to present it so i think it was an argument round. we want to see whether it's ads or next videos it's it's our platform showing... yeah they were using the platform but they weren't showing the adverts correctly uh, and i think it's... they're injecting their own sort of stuff in uh, there so, yeah. so they aren't happy and and shortly after that amazon said ah, okay i'm not going to sell nest stuff anymore because we don't need to and yeah, they, so they the didn't sell nest and, they, and uh, yeah okay <laughs> um no so youtube came back on the echo show um a couple of weeks ago um, but but it wasn't an app. It just said there's a website. You know, yeah, so, so it directed so, users to the website because so, obviously it's completely scuppered this show, which was yeah, you know, really and, it's a, and it's a really hacky solution, and nobody was nobody was very happy. But then um, and then today, um, well not today, but what was this? Yeah, two days ago, YouTube came out. Um, we've been trying to reach agreement with Amazon to give consumers access to each other's products and services. So clearly, it's not just a you know, yes, it's a wider thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Amazon doesn't carry Google products like Chromecast and Google Home. Doesn't make Prime Video available for Google Cash users. And last one stops selling some of Nestle's products. Given this lack of whatever, we are no longer. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can normally say it. It's the cold. It won't let me do it. Um, reciprocity. Yeah, basically. Um, we are no longer supporting YouTube and Echo Show <laughs> and Fire TV. So the Echo mm. Show, but uh, you know, fairly now probably niche. Wider. Fire TV, ouch. Yeah. We hope we can reach an agreement to resolve these issues soon. So clearly, it's back to the. I tell you what, I've got all these chess pieces, and I'm taking them off the board now. That's exactly. I mean, that's exactly. So, like I say, it's it's tit for tat. You you're not you're not playing ball. I'm going to take my you know jumpers for goalpost. I'm taking the ball home. You know, it's just like it's. And I can see it. I guess people just assume they can use YouTube, yeah? Um, and Google are saying, well, actually, no, there's going to be conditions on this now, especially given, you know, you are not allowed to use YouTube and strip out the way we earn money from that platform. You know, it's not there for you to just do that too. Um, no. And, um, you know, so the, and it's not immediate. So they're saying from January 1st. So obviously they're, they're hoping that there's a, it's a threat thing. We make this threat. We'll pull this January first. You really well, want they've actually, people... yeah, they're putting messages up on people's screens saying, you know, yeah. it's going, <laughs> unless Amazon agree. 
the, the nice little bit to this story was that um, if you ask Alexa to order you a Chromecast, <laughs> they offer you a Fire TV stick and then a Roku, and then they run out of options. <laughs> and yep. we've had we've had similar with with Apple. So so Amazon wouldn't stop the Apple TV, and mm-hmm. Amazon Prime yeah. wasn't available on the Apple TV platform. Yeah, but lo and behold, yesterday. It's Amazon actually, Prime arrived. Yeah. Um, I guess, again, it's just now that the kind of content owners are also having delivery platforms, it's and and where it's we, we expect them to be everywhere. It's another, yeah, so it's basically a tug of war. So tit for tat, it's not going to end soon. We will see no, more of this before we see less. So, so yeah, Amazon Prime Video appeared, uh, appeared yesterday. It is a crap app. Um, right. So it's it's like not it doesn't feel like a native you know Apple TV app. It feels like mm-hmm. a some sort of web view of all right. Yeah, you know, and it's it's just one of these things. It's like but the important thing is the content, and the content's all there. You can get 4K and all that good stuff. So so fair dues, it's there. I'd rather have it there with content um, and it being a sucky app. Obviously, I'd rather, rather have a fantastic, lovely slick app, but it's not. And um, at least the it's there. With them- fighting all like this is that now some of the better devices are all the third party ones because they don't you know like my like my tv it comes with uh you know, web os and that includes amazon it includes google it includes everything um so you know these third parties which are sort of less involved at the actual content delivery and they're, they're, yeah getting faring much better which will actually reduce the effectiveness of the fire stick and chromecast and all those kind of things for you know, I saw um, Roku was the same as Switzerland because they have the most. You buy a Roku device and you can get Netflix and Amazon Prime and you can get Google yeah. Play. The only one you can't get is I think Apple iTunes isn't on it. Yeah, um, and that's and that's, and, and that's going to be a sticking point because Apple still haven't released any control over that. No, and next year when their video service does come out. You know, I can see that being a, you know, so somebody's got a, a Fire Stick or somebody's got a Google Chromecast. They're going to be like, oh, I can't see that. Why should I put my content in your platform? Yeah, that, so, that, yeah, it will so there's no, like there's no Google Play option in Apple TV right now. You know, yeah. They're all, they're all doing it. Everybody's doing it. There is no, and it's, 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 it's us that hurt. As Again, said, eventually the money will sing, and someone will see that they can make more money out of actually having their services everywhere than they are getting currently from the hardware because the hardware's become become everywhere and and they better they might as well be everywhere yeah it will be interesting because i mean it took a while but apple music came out on android you know mm-hmm. i don't know how many people they've got on it i'm sure it's not a huge and it's a reduced service though still it's not it's not yeah. full beans stuff yeah but it's still it's... best on x isn't it so. yeah. yeah yeah so it's not good not good for us <clears throat> no that fragmentation's quite hurtful Blue Planet is coming to iPlayer in 4K HDR. Huzzah! So basically, yeah, you can watch the Blue Planet 2 um, uh, via their iPlayer app and it will be in the, yeah, the Ultra HD end. But it's, yeah, I mean, normally they release a Blu-ray or they have done up until now, obviously, um, or the, the, the sort of high-end stuff. I thought about this and it's interesting because I look to see what whether I can watch Blue Pl- What's that? You you thinking is interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was very interesting. It's it's novel. Um, basically, when HD first came out, BBC was right on top of that. Uh, they had HD channels free to air over Sky and various other services almost immediately. Yep. Um, they don't have any 4K 
content channels. No. Um, and it's interesting because I was looking at the Blue Planet thinking this is, you know, surely they film it in 4K because why wouldn't you? And clearly they do. But there was no way to watch it in 4K over, you know, any service. So the fact that they're now rolling their 4K out over their iPlayer is an interesting angle. Uh, you know, I think I've mentioned before that quite a lot of Sky content, you you the way you get 4K potentially on series and stuff like that, so series linking uh, and it downloads them rather than actually recording over the air. Um, so yeah, I think the iPlayer direction is interesting. I was just, it just did made me think back to when HD first got released and BBC were right on top of it uh, with all their channels, but they haven't done a channel uh, in 4K on any service yet, whereas they are definitely creating that content. So they obviously believe that the iPlayer is the future on that and, and the direction that's going to be taken. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, and that, that's and I, and I don't think they've committed. I don't think they've committed to next year launching like a you know, a, you know, we're going to launch all our content on, you know, uh, iPlayer at 4K. No, but they, because I guess they've got, they're looking for that tipping point. There's a but, direction of travel, and it's yeah. and it's not it's not going to be a 4K channel first. It's going to be you're going to be able to watch 4K and iPlayer. That's it, and I think to be and maybe they'll just think well, that's what that we'll just end up there and just and keep it there. Why do we need to pay Sky for all that bandwidth of a channel when uh, when you can just download it via these apps instead? So maybe that's the direction they're going to go. But anyway, it's nice that we can get that content because it, you could tell from the just the standard definition coverage that it's going to be awesome when you actually see it in high def. Well, you can tell me how good it is because my telly won't support it. Uh, I don't. Well, I I haven't even checked that I can either. But there you go. Um, we'll see when it gets there. So it's it's because they're using um, not a proprietary, but there's <clears throat> I guess like anything, there's a kind of format war round <laughs> round 4K HDR at the moment, in which yeah. HDR, um, I guess I'll use the word codec is getting used, and um, so BBC developed one alongside Panasonic. It's supported by, I think, so most 2017 TVs support it. Mine's been a 2016. Samsung was in a slightly different direction then, and they did commit to updating the telly, uh-huh. and they haven't. No, okay. So I'm I'm hoping still at some point they will do an update. Well, I haven't I haven't checked mine. I will check, yeah. obviously, whether it's I can a, do it. It's just a, a tad feedback. frustrating that the content is there, and I won't be able to, you know, watch it. Because Blue Planet is stunning looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Interestingly, from a gaming point of view, we updated Destiny the other day uh, to its new 4K HDR um, sort of base and significant improvement, well, significantly different visuals and the kind of atmosphere that was created was pretty pretty spectacular from an HDR perspective. I think I did spot some slowing down where I, I don't think I spotted it before. So it's definitely having to work harder on the Xbox One X. But uh, it's the first bit of content I've seen where you've got that direct comparison side by side and actually go, oh, actually, I did notice a difference. It wasn't just uh, a slight bump in texture quality. It's actually the atmosphere created by the HDR is quite uh, impressive. Yes, no, agreed. Agreed. I, I think I think the one that would have jumped out most if we'd been if, if if you know Halo Five had just come out three weeks before the Xbox One X and you'd been playing it, yeah, and then it got that update, you'd be you'd have been like, Ugh, but we're not playing it. You know, it's yeah. it's an old game, and um, I think that's the problem with some of the games. It's just there's 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 you know there's there's not been a really good reference. And Destiny was one that just jumped out the other day. It was like, wait, yeah. that's there you go. Um, I mean, yeah, it's direct com- side by side. Yeah. Anyway, um. I think that's the state of games at the moment, isn't it? Though I'm, I'm, I've, you know, think you've noticed. I'm just not enjoying playing <laughs> games. I desperately need someone to come out with a really good 
a single player RPG type game that's going to absorb some time because at the moment I am just just I think I'm going to retire from gaming. Yeah, I'll point out the three or four ones in PlayStation that you'd love, but you're yeah, not going to buy a I PlayStation. Know, I got, I've just bought a freaking Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> you sold your old one yet? No, I still haven't done that either. Yeah, that could be half your PlayStation. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so yeah, you're right. The 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 games I want to play now that a single player are actually on the uh, PlayStation. So it's one of the, the this generation. The PlayStations had had far far better first party support. Um, yeah, Horizon is the one I want to play. That's zero yeah, zero. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and there's been a, there's been a couple others that have just been you know real enjoyable. Um, and I think that's a noticeable thing. If you just put the, you know, take away all the, you know, crap that comes out in both, you know, your FIFA's and you know Battlefields and all that that you know come out in both, it's so far anyway that this generation is definitely PS. Hundred percent. And the first party titles that Microsoft did have, they've either pushed back or delayed or cancelled. Yeah. So. yeah. Or it's Forza, and you know what you're going to get. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, that's the end of the news. But you're going um, to pick up Battlegrounds next week. Anyway. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> yeah. All right. If you say so. No, I, I probably do. will for a little bit. You will. Just don't expect it to last very long. I, I, I'm just looking forward to the negativity. I love it. Already. Already yeah. negative. Um, so it's looking like this, prob- depending on whether someone else does a, a basic root uh, hack error, um, or some massive news drops that we're not expecting. Um, I think this might be the last one. For, we're done. It's Christmas for the 2017 season. Men's pies are out. Everyone does seasons, so it must be a season for us, right? Yeah, we should have done seasons, but no, because I. It's one of those. I, I really, I, I really detest podcasts at this this time of year when they just spin it out because of an advertiser's paid for them. And fair, fair play, they're getting paid loads of money. We do this for the love of the podcast. And uh, <laughs> really, hang on, uh, you said I was going to get money. What? So, uh, <laughs> so the um, and and it's just you can tell just those like you know hour long. It's like oh, what are we going to talk about? Oh, let's talk about picking my ass. Sponsored yeah. this week by Casper. And um, no, so I, I think we're done till mid Jan. I'll have a nice wee break. Come back refreshed. Talk about how Battlegrounds was a letdown in Xbox. <laughs> how CES was totally uninspiring. Um, it's just all the same crap. And yeah, we'll... CES is our kickoff of the year. So as yeah. soon as you hear the news going around that, that's when we'll be back telling you how there's been about a billion phones that we've not really paying attention to. Um, so anyway, um, uh, that's it. So if you want to find out more about us, what we do, who we are, etc., digitaloutbox.com is our website. Info at digitaloutbox.com is our uh, email address. And we're on Twitter as digitaloutbox. Uh, I am on Twitter as Cheesy UK and my blog for my racing, which is obviously all going to kick off again next year, academyracer.co.uk. Ian, where are you? Um, Sweeper, Twitter, Twitter is Sweeper. And um, my blog is indeed on it. I've done no blogging for ages, but the iPhone 10 post is almost complete. Excellent. So next day or two, I will put up my my exclusive thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Right on the money. I'm sure that they'll gather some clicks. Uh, but, it's, but it's considered thoughts. It's not just exactly. like... It's not like just my games, out. when they're three years after they've been released, it's definitely considered. Considered. <laughs> <laughs> right then. Thank you very much for sticking with us. It's great uh, to have you along. And we will speak to you again in the new year. Have a good one. Bye. Ta-ra, ta-ra, ta-ra. 
I hope that washing machine can output down its pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I can cope with having to do more DIY. I'm sure the house can cope. 